Welcome to Straight Up Sports, the podcast, NHL Trade Deadline Edition. I'm Andrew Schaefer, here with my NHL Trade Deadline analyst, Jake Trecapelli. How are you, bud? I'm doing good. Feels like just yesterday we were talking about the NBA, and now it's only a few days till the NHL. It's crazy. So, exciting stuff. It's a crazy time of year, you know, month of February, March. It, gets, it just gets crazy. I mean, especially in hockey when you have Trade Deadline, and there's all these rumors flying around, and... Nobody knows what teams are going to do anymore. Yeah, to me, I think the biggest surprise is how much has already happened. I mean, we've seen so many defensemen get moved in the last couple of days. You know, a lot of big names have already gotten moved. And I feel like in this podcast, we're going to be doing half previews yeah, for teams. And the other half, half we're already recapping what the team yeah, did. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so let's start with... We're going to start with the worst team in the league. That's the Detroit Red Wings. They, oh, the worst team all time. Yeah, they're they're bad. I mean, they were used to playoff after playoff, you know, 25 straight years, and then now they're by far the worst team in the league. It's not even close. I mean, you know, obviously they're a seller. There's no doubt about it. You know, they did make a couple of moves. They got Robbie Fabry from St. Louis for De La Rose, which I happen to like, and I think you do too. It was a nice little move for them. Fabry, unfortunately, really hasn't been able to stay healthy. Feels yeah. like he's made out of glass, but you know he's a young, he is, I mean, I like intriguing <laughs> player to take a chance on. He's actually had a pretty good year down there so far. De La Rosa is nothing special for flying ground, right. so it was a worthy gamble for. I agree. The Wings. You know, and obviously this team has a lot of veteran guys that you know that they want to move. Guys like Darren Helm, guys like Luke Glendening, who I think could be a really good fourth line center for a team. You know, they've got Valtteri Filppula, who is making his second rodeo. Maybe that's a guy they want to move. Mike Green is always interesting, a veteran power play guy. And But then there's a little bit of a surprise there with Antonisio, a young kid who I think's got a lot of talent, but maybe he needs a change. Yeah, Antonisio's had a tough year, but obviously he seems like a nice middle six player, very good speed, good skill. Like you said, seems like he just needs a change of scenery. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I know off the top of my head... The Islanders are a team looking for a third line center. Yeah. He could be a nice fit there. Yeah, no, I I mean, and he kind of fits what the Islanders want. And I, like, the Islanders, have, they have Barzell, who has a lot of talent, speed, but they don't really have, I feel like they don't have a lot of speed there. It's like Anders Lee, Josh Bailey, Brock Nelson, a little bit bigger guys. Like, I think Anthony Sio could bring a little bit of a different dynamic for them. Yeah, and I mean, we'll get to the Islanders more later. I personally think you need a bigger name. But if I'm you not can, disagreeing. But if you can get that bigger name... And then maybe also add Anthony Sioux. Yeah, that would be nice. Because really, yeah. they will get to them later, like I said, but they definitely need some help right now. Sure. Um, let's go to Ottawa. Uh, a team that definitely is in a rebuild, but they have a lot of really good young assets that they've acquired for different players. Um, they dealt Dylan DeMello, who's like a bottom four defenseman, to Winnipeg for a draft pick. You know, it wasn't the greatest move, it wasn't the sexiest move on the planet, but, you know, I think it was something Ottawa felt like they had to do. I mean, we'll get to the Jets side of it when we get to them, but for them, I like the deal getting a third-round pick, I think, is a good get for DeMello. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and obviously the big chip for them is Pajot. Obviously, he's he dominated the Rangers in a playoff series, and, you know, he's probably the best center on the market. So, I mean, it, it's it's he's got a market for sure. He is the best center in the market, so that should help him if they want to trade him. I would think definitely a first-round pick could be had on a playoff team he could be a very good number three center or he could be a really good number two but obviously this is a team that also may have interest in keeping him around as a veteran right. presence so right. Pajot's an interesting name definitely leading up to the deadline right I mean and obviously the Islanders have shown the most interest in him which doesn't really shock anyone because they've basically come out there and said they needed a center obviously other teams like Calgary shown interest Philadelphia Colorado as well 
Um, he's clearly the biggest name for them. Obviously, some other names. You've got Anthony Duclair, um, who's had a really nice year, made the All-Star game. I think that surprised a lot of people. And then also Nemesnikov, you know, another guy who's, you know, was with the Rangers. You know, obviously we know him because we're both local. And, you know, he kind of didn't have the greatest stint here. And then he kind of he moved on. And he's actually sitting tonight. So we'll see if he does get moved possibly tonight or tomorrow. Yes. I read in a report, it sounds like the Leafs, the Avs, the Jets, and the Blue Jackets are the teams in on him. As we said, he was with the Rangers. You know, we, we were able to get a fourth-round pick for next year and a deep prospect back and it'll be interesting to see, see what now Ottawa can get for him right hopefully it's not more because that'd be unfortunate yeah it would be I mean obviously they have some veteran guys Tyler Ennis bottom six guy he'll definitely get moved Ron Hainsey guy who's won a couple of cups been around so I, I think he's a guy who could really help a team and, and and Chris Tierney's a bottom six center you know who I think can also help so I think I'll really touch on Hainsey because I think the biggest thing I see with teams is they all want good depth defensemen this is a veteran guy who's won a Stanley Cup yep. I believe it was with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh yep so I think he's a great depth piece to come in for a contender so definitely since see him going on the move for a decent return no I agree um let's go to Jersey um, Taylor Hall gets moved middle of the year to Arizona for, you know, some prospects, a couple of draft picks. Um, they moved Andy Green a couple of days ago to the Islanders, and that was a weird sight to see him in an Islander jersey. Absolutely. Um, and then they also moved Blake Coleman, who I like as a little bottom six, middle six forward for to Tampa Bay for a decent prospect in Nolan Foote, who's had a lot of high expectations, and Vancouver's first-round pick, which could be decent. I mean, Vancouver's going to be, you know, in the 20s, and it'll be a decent draft pick, so we'll see. The Devils have been pretty active, but I still expect them to make some moves also. Well, I'll just touch on quick a little bit each trade. I think we overhyped their offseason a little too much, but yeah. I will give the Devils credit. I think they've had a very good deadline. I kind of wish – I mean, I'm glad they didn't wait because now Chris Carter is the best rental forward on the market, but I wonder what these prices go around when they could have gone for tailhole now. But yeah. I still think they did pretty good. You know, Kevin Ball – He's a big Canadian defenseman. He could be a top four guy for them for years to come. Nicholas Merkley is a good change he's, of scenery. He's just been hard. He's been injured, yeah. Just a change. Uh, you get a first-round pick. And they got a conditional third next year. But the nice thing there is if either Arizona wins a playoff round this year or they re-sign him and becomes a second, if both happen, then they'll get a second first-round pick. So right. not a terrible return, but I would have been interested to see what they could have gotten with the market now really hyped. Right. And, and obviously they have... You know, they have some other, like Sammy Botnin's obviously a big name out there in terms of defensemen. Simmons is also out there. He's got some playoff experience. And also Kyle Palmieri. I mean, I really like him. Like, he's a guy for me who could make a difference on a team like Boston. Like, you put him on the second line with Krejci and DeBrusque, and, and that's a huge difference for me for Boston. Um, well, it sounds like Botnin right now is the best D on the market. Right now he's injured, but shouldn't be long-term. It sounds like it's another week. I think Carolina is definitely a big name to look at there. Obviously, Vegas is always looking to improve their defense, even though they just got Martinez. So he can, right. they can get him also. Right. Simmons shouldn't cost you too much. No, no, no. no, no. And, Not uh, and Paul Mary with an extra year, I mean, it's going to be tough to get him out of uh, Jersey. But, yeah, I mean, Boston would be a perfect spot. You put him with Krejci and the Brussels. Yeah, it's game, it's game over. Yeah. yeah, I love that move for them. Um, let's, go, let's go up north of the border. Let's go to Montreal. Um Obviously a team that's, you know, kind of in the middle. I, I mean, I, th- I think the fans want to win there, like, really badly. But I just think Mark Bergevin is so clueless sometimes <laughs> of, like, what he wants to do. Um, they got Marco Scandella from Buffalo for a fourth-round pick. 
Um, then Marco Scandella got moved to St. Louis for a second second round draft pick and another conditional pick, and we'll get to him later, obviously. Um, uh, you know, the big question for them with me is Kovalchuk. You know, they got him from L.A. He actually played pretty well there. And the big question is, do they want to keep him or do they want to move him? And I feel like the Islanders, again, could go in on Kovalchuk because of his connection with, with uh, Lou Amarillo, for well, sure. Well, I normally agree about Bergevin being close. I got to give him some credit. He's been pretty shrewd lately. You get a guy <laughs> in Scandella for a fourth, and you turn him in not only a conditional fourth, but a second. That's pretty good management yeah, oh yeah, right sure, there. Sure. And just signing Kovalchuk. And now, you know, it's interesting. You can keep him around. Or he seems like a big trade ship, too, especially for the teams that don't get those big-name rental forwards. And the Isles is, definitely makes sense. I mean, obviously, we know Lou loves getting his boys. He just got Andy Green. So yeah. I can definitely see them getting Kovalchuk for their top six. Add a little scoring punch. For sure. I mean, some other guys that are out there for them, Jeff Petrie. I don't think either one of us expect him to get moved. He's... Pretty good right-handed defense, but it's going to take a lot to move Jeff Petrie. And then also Nate Thompson's had some interest, another, you know, bottom six, fourth-line guy. And then Thomas Tatar, again, another guy is probably going to take a lot to, to get him out of Montreal. Yeah, we'll just Petrie quick. Uh, he's a big name. He's got an extra year on his deal, so that's more valuable. So Montreal really wants a lot for him. So like you said, definitely not expecting it. Nate Thompson's been linked a lot to the Alders. It's just like a bottom six piece veteran guy. Right, right. And then Tatar is apparently Colorado's plan B if they cannot get our own Chris Crater. Right. And obviously Nate Thompson, you know, brings a lot of experience. And I think a lot of that's going to depend if Casey Zizekas is healthy because, again, he's been banged up most of the year. And, you know, if he is seriously out for a while, that's going to be a huge loss for the Islanders. Well, I mean, like we talked about, center depth, center problem. Obviously, yeah, Barzell and Nelson have been great because Zeke has been banged up. And now Derek Broussard just got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt last, last night. Last game. Yeah. So, yeah, center depth's a premium there, whether they get Pajot or Anthony C or Thompson. Yeah, they, Def- need, they need something. Definitely got to add some center depth for sure. For sure. Um, let's go to another cold place that I've been to, and that's Buffalo because it is freezing there. <laughs> um, so they they acquired Michael Froelich from Calgary. Um, not really a great move for them. I mean, that guy hasn't been good in a few years. Um, the interesting guy for me, for them, is Ristolainen. Now, here's a guy who had an awful year last year. He was horrendous. And this year, he's actually played really well. So the question is, do you move him now? Do you move him in the summer? Or do you not move him at all? And do you move maybe one of their other right-handed defensemen? Yeah. Buffalo's similar to us. They have, you know, Ristolainen, Montour. And uh, Colin Miller on the right side. And then side. they also have uh, Jokey Harge as Jokey well. Jokey Harge is waiting in the wings. So, yeah, I feel like they want to move a deal. So they got to move something. Possibly for a top six forward to help right. them out. And Rista Lyons, obviously, I think a guy they should sell high on right now. Right. I would disagree with that slightly. Like, I would move Colin Miller, but I get it from their point. They just got him for, I believe it was a second and a third. So, like, I, I get it for Buffalo. Like, I get that's the guy you want to move. Um. I think, they, yeah, I don't know. I think for me, know. <laughs> you know, he's had his troubles there. And I think at the end of the day, I think people would be more intrigued by a guy like Ristolain who has such upside. Right. Who was once deemed maybe a top pair defenseman. Yeah, that's why I thought he was. As opposed to Miller, who I think is more of like a bottom four guy at best. Yeah, I agree. Um, some other guys for them, Evan Rodriguez, young center. I probably could use a change of scenery. Had a nice year last year. Really struggled this year. Zach Bogosian didn't report to Rochester because of, you know, basically his pride. It sounds like, and I just don't see anyone really trading for him because he's not. He's been just been hurt a lot. And then Jimmy Vesey, um, you know, obviously played for the Rangers for a little bit. Plays hard. He but he's at best a third line player in this league, and 
you know, maybe a team will take a chance on him. You're not going to get more than a third or fourth round draft pick for him, but you know, maybe that maybe that's a move for them. And I'm going to bring up a different name that I think has the most value. I think that's Connor Sheary. Now, this is a guy, I understand he played with Crosby in Pittsburgh, and that helped. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that kid just, he got it done in Pittsburgh. He was a big part of those teams yeah, oh, he, that he won those 100%, 100% contributed. So, I, I find him to be an intriguing guy for contenders to get. Again, a second-tier guy if you don't want to pay as much. Right. You know, a third, maybe a second. So, Connor Sheary, is, for me, is the guy I'm keeping an eye on. But, obviously, Avizi, Rodriguez... Those are intriguing young guys, and Bogosian, with all his trouble, I, you'd be lucky to get a seventh. <laughs> yeah, he's probably more of like a, you know, just like a, like a buyout candidate or something. Maybe I mean, a he, box of cookies. Yeah, <laughs> if you're lucky. Um, let's talk about the Rangers. Obviously, you and I, full disclosure, are both fans of this team. Yeah, um, big fan. You know, they've had a good year, I would say, to their standard. They're six points out of a playoff spot. Um, ultimately, I think you and I agree they're – Probably better off selling some players. Um, they did get Julian Gauthier from Carolina for Joey Keane, which hurts me because I love Joey Keane. Yeah. But I think this is a good move for the Rangers. They got a, a you know, a second, third line forward that's a righty that's big and can help them in multiple ways for yeah. sure. So before we get into the big potential moves, we'll talk about the small trades. Obviously, you got a head start on the Gauthier to Keane trade. Yeah. I was also a big fan of Joey. I think he'll be an NHL defenseman. I think he's ready. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, you got Adam Fox, who looks like a future stud. Yep. You got Jacob Truba, who's yep. in the top four stable. I know he's having his struggles, but give him time. Oh, when you play with Brady Shea, I'd struggle too. <laughs> That's right. Tony D'Angelo's obviously had a nice career year. Yep. And then they got Nils Lunkvist over in Sweden having a historic season for yeah, teenagers. He's ready. So yeah. There really didn't seem to be a future for Joey, unfortunately. Sad. And you get a kid in Gauthier, who I was actually looking at as a potential Carolina trade partner if they wanted Georgiev. Right. Big. Kid with size, scoring yeah. I mean, he brings a little bit something different than what they definitely have. definitely somebody that could kind of replicate Kreider if we move him if, and getting into Kreider. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, obviously with him, it's it's a dicey line to walk, right? I mean, you can extend him. You know, he's probably going to want six or seven years. I would lean more towards five or six myself. Obviously, the teams that are interested, the big ones are Boston, Colorado, St. Louis. Washington and the Islanders are kind of more on the outside. I don't think he's going to either one of those teams. I do think it's going to be one of those first three. And before we get to this, the other small trade, last night after the game, they picked up for Ruby from the Flyers for a couple AHL players. I know, again, another goalie. Don't freak out. They're not going to go with a four-goalie yeah, system. No, yeah, no, no. But, you know, they just need a veteran guy in Hartford to help them as they push for the playoffs, especially if we're Right, because go you the- want those young kids to gain experience in whether it's the AHL or juniors or whatever it is, they, you know, now that Shesterkin is with the Rangers, they needed another goalie, and that's why they went out and got him. Obviously, a veteran guy was with the Islanders for a little bit, also in Chicago. So, you know, I, I get it for that move. But I want to talk about Georgiev. So here's a guy who was undrafted. Benoit Lair did an unbelievable job. And now the question is, what do the Rangers do with Georgiev? Or do they say to their legend goaltender, hey, your jersey's going to be in the rafters, but, you know, it's, it's time to part ways. Like, like, what do you – I mean, you're a diehard Ranger fan here. What do you do if you're Jeff Gordon? All right. Just before you get, we get to the goalies, I yeah. just want to do my touch on Kreider quick. Go ahead. It's tough. You know, this is – you know, with where they are in the rebuild. Yeah, oh, of course it's hard. I mean, it was hard last year with Zuccarello. Of course it's hard. 
you know, it's one of those things where it's like usually it's my head and my heart are arguing. But yeah. honestly, I think there are legitimate reasons to try and keep Kreider. Sure. And to move him in. Yeah, I think oh, like yeah. you said, at the end of the day, he's 29 years old. Yeah, he's old. You can't. Well, I, older. I, I wouldn't go over five years. It's somewhere between 6.5 and 7. And at the end of the day, if you can't agree to a deal as much as it would suck you to have lose to, you him, have to especially you with have the to. way they're playing right now, you got to move him. Like Bob said, you can get a first-round pick. Right, Bob McKenzie. prospect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A third piece, whether it be a player, a lesser prospect, right. a lesser pick, and right. maybe a conditional pick. I think it'll be more three pieces, but still a valuable return to get at this stage of the rebuild. So it's tough, but if an extension can't be met, we got to move cards, unfortunately. I agree. Um, you're giving Hank? And now we'll get to the goalies. Um, obviously, this has been a tough situation, especially as a fan all these years. Hank was my yeah. favorite player growing up, seeing him sit every year. It's of not course. easy. Yeah. I mean, I think whatever question we have in goal, I think one thing we know for sure, Igor Shostakovich. Oh, yeah, he's the, he's the, he's the, the guy. Deal. No, no, he's no. He's, yeah, he's the number one. Kid looks special. But yeah. personally, for me, yeah, I think it makes more sense to move on from Georgiev. Right. Let Hank finish out his contract. Let him de- de- help yeah, mentor Igor yeah. for a year. Mm-hmm. And then whatever he does from there, from there, you do from there. Um, I get maybe not doing it now because I do agree more suitors might appear in the offseason when more teams have goalies. But if we're talking about right now, obviously Colorado, we'll get to them later, but their starter got hurt, so they could be looking at goaltending. Yeah, for sure. They like a prime candidate. Carolina could always use a goaltending, especially if they want to go for a playoff push. And another team mentioned San Jose. They're a team that's trying to transition younger. Do you want to get a younger goal? So those are three teams I'm looking at. You know, maybe a goalie gets moved to the deadline. I'm not expecting it, but definitely something to keep up. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like nationally speaking, no one's really expecting this situation to be resolved until the summer. Um, I would take a different approach at it. For me, I obviously Lundqvist is a legend. There's no denying that. He's, you know, him and Richter stand alone in their own territory. Um, but for me personally, I just, I don't want to see him sit there all season, like playing three games a season. I want to see him win. And for I'm me, like, and he's not going to win in New York because the Rangers are too far away right now. They're, they're three to four years away from actually really legitimately competing for a Stanley Cup, probably. And he doesn't have three to four years. Like, he, he needs to win now. So I, the team, again, as you mentioned, Colorado makes the most sense. They're in a championship-winning type of mentality right now. Grubauer got hurt. That's the only team I could see Henrik Lundqvist accepting his no-trade clause to. Otherwise, I don't see it. Well, like you said, he has the clause, and it's up to him. Yeah, it is and up to him. And if he wants to go and try and win, I would fully condone that also, and then you can just move forward with Igor and Georgiev. But like you said, Colorado has the cap space. They definitely have the need for goalie, and they're trying to win. So definitely right. if Hank's – if I'm not expecting Hank to get moved, but if he is going to no, no, get no, moved, no, no, no. It's Colorado. should be Colorado. Right. Um, so obviously some other names, Jesper Fast, who I love to death. Unfortunately, unrestricted free agent – I just don't think they're going to agree to a contract because he's going to want too much money. And he should get paid. He's done a lot for them. You know, Nashville, Philly, Washington, a couple of teams out there. Butch Nevich as well. D'Angelo, obviously Brady Shea. He's had a rough go. And then Leas Anderson, who everybody forgets about, you know, requested a trade. But I don't think the Rangers are really too focused on those, the latter four. I think they're more focused on Foss, the goaltending, and Kreider, really. We'll talk about Foss. I love Foss, too. He's probably been my third favorite player of all these years behind Hank and Zooks. Just... Always given his best, you know, player's player award for four years in a row. That yeah. speaks oh, volumes yeah, about yeah. the kind of not only player he is, but 
person is in the locker room. So I think he'll be missed more than people think. But when Bob McKenzie came out yesterday and said, you can get a second-round pick and maybe another piece. Yeah, I think I'm that's okay with it. I think with him, well, Kreider, I would still try to work out a deal with because I think he's important. You know, Bob is, you know, Fast, value, yeah. you know, bottom six players, those are a little more easy to find. Yeah. So, you know, and paying him two and a half to three million to be on the fourth line, especially with our right wing depth now, just getting Gautier, you have Butch, you have Kako, Butch and Evich, of course. Yeah, potentially crap sauce. So yeah. I think it makes sense to definitely move him, sadly. I agree. And as for all of those guys, I wouldn't expect it until the offseason also, so not worth talking much about right Right, now. I agree. Um, let's go to some teams that are in it. Let's go to Toronto. Um, got a goalie, finally. Got Jack Campbell. From L.A. Got Kyle Clifford. Kind of as like a protector more than anything else of those young kids. And, you know, the biggest thing for them is they want a defenseman. There's no doubt about it. It's been very out there. They've looked at basically every righty on the market, essentially. So we'll see how it plays out. But they need to make a move. That team's really struggling. I think the sad thing is they still need a goalie. No no offense, but I think Jack Campbell's like when you just put a Band-Aid on something. It's only going to stick for so long. So, you know, he had a nice start there, but it seems like he's faded. So, unfortunately, they still need a goalie, but... Yeah. You, uh, now I think you just got to deal with what you have. Right. I did like getting Clifford, though. Bring some grit, good experience guy on the fourth line. I like that part of the deal. But, yep, I think they need a defenseman, a righty D. Obviously, there's some interesting – you know, we've mentioned Ristolainen in Buffalo already. Right. Um, Minnesota's interesting. They got some righty D available. Right. Um, and, obviously, I think the guy they're going to have to move to get done is Kasperi Kapanen, young right winger from Finland. Yeah, they have a lot of forwards. They're probably going to have to move somebody. He's had some troubles there, you know, sleeping oh, yeah. in a little too late. Oh, but, yeah. No, you know, that's like maybe a kid that needs a change who's worth moving to get that D-man. Right. But speaking of needing D-man – you know, they traded for Tyson Berry. The hope was he was going to help. Be the number one guy. Now he's on the market. I mean, can yeah. you, what yeah. do you think about I, that? I, I mean, the thing, here's the thing with him, right? He's, he's a guy who offensively has a lot of talent. Like, he's a number one power play quarterback in my mind. The problem is he's awful in his own end. And now there's talks with Vancouver that maybe he'll go for Troy Stetcher. Now, Ooh. Troy Stetcher is a, you know, a, in my mind, a second pair defenseman. He's... Younger than Tyson Barry. He's, you know, in his early 20s. And he's got a, he's a pretty good player. I mean, he's good in both ends. He's definitely better defensively than Tyson Barry. But offensively, Barry has a much higher ceiling. I think this would be good for Vancouver. Only because if you put Tyson Barry and Quinn Hughes together, that is a really nice look. I think I like it for both teams. Troy Stetcher's a younger righty. Maybe a change helps him. He can kind of grow with that team. And like you said, you know, Vancouver's trying to win. Maybe Tyson Berry can help them a little more than uh, Troy Stetcher. But I think we can say Colorado won that trade, even though oh, Colorado's yeah. hurt now. No, no I would agree. <laughs> Colorado won that trade. Let, let's go to Florida. Um, they need a defenseman. I think we've talked about this. They, they clearly need a D-man. Um, Ekblad, you know, needs some help. Um, but they've also talked about moving some forwards, which is really surprising. I mean, they've talked about moving Hoffman, who's a nice, le- who's a nice winger who can really snipe. Um, Vincent Trocek's on the market. That's really surprising because I think he's a really good second line center for anybody, let alone Florida, anybody. Um, but you know, but they may, you know, sneak in and maybe they want a different top six forward than Hoffman. 
So we'll see. Florida's weird. Like they're in the playoff race, but they're also talking about trading all these guys. They're weird. And I mean, obviously Hoffman, you know, can get them a good return. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a he's a thirty goal scorer. Then you'd have to replace him. I know they've looked at Kreider in the past, but obviously I don't see him going there. No. But the no, interesting no, no, no. thing is Trocheck. Now, I think I think we both agree yeah. they need serious help on defense. No, they do. If you want to get a good defense, yeah, you're gonna then move Trocheck him. Definitely happy to do that. So that would be interesting to see if they can work out a trade for a defenseman using Trocheck. For sure. Um, let's go to Columbus. Uh, Johnny Torts done a hell of a job there. A hell of a job. I mean, first of all, you lose Artemi Panarin. You lose Sergei Bobrovsky. Seth Jones is out 10 weeks. And Cam Atkinson's out for a month. And you are still in a playoff spot. I don't know how that's possible. Uh, but God bless him. <laughs> I honestly love Torch from his Rangers days. Got to give him a lot of credit. With all those guys going, you thought they'd be in the basement, not even just of the division of the East. But, I mean, they've rallied around each other. And yeah. they're in the playoff. And obviously, right now, it's tough without a guy like Seth, Seth Jones, Jones and Cam Atkinson. But, you know, if any team can find a way to do it, it seems to be them. I know. I, I mean, obviously, they have some needs. I mean, clearly, left defense. under After Wierenski, it's pretty thin. You know, because Ryan Murray, again, is injured. Um, you know, Marcus Nudevar is okay, but I don't think he's really anything exciting for them. Um, they've also looked at trying maybe to move Josh Anderson, who's had an awful year. He's played awful. He's been injured a lot. You know, maybe that's a guy, maybe you can get a change of scenery player for him. And then they're also in on Nemesnikov, who we spoke about with Ottawa. He was with the Rangers, obviously. That's another guy who maybe would fit there. Uh, now, I've heard they're maybe a dark horse for some of the big names, like a Chris Carter, Kyle Palmer. I don't see it. I don't think they're at a point where they should really be going all in. No, no, I no, think they no, should no, add no, no. depth, like a Nemesnikov in their forward group would be nice. Adding a D would be nice. Right. And then Josh Anderson, you know, he looked like he was going to be a nice had, middle six yeah, he was winger, 20 plus last power year. forward, and I don't know, he's heart. falling off this year, so... Yeah, maybe change, switch him for another change of seed player. Hopefully it works out for both parties. Maybe. I'm going to throw a name out there. I don't know if Columbus is going to do this, but what about Gostasbear? If you throw him as a lefty change of scenery mm. for Anderson. Now, I think that's a win for Columbus. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, it's but, interesting. Yeah. But it's two guys that need to flip, right? Gostasbear's in Philly. We'll get to them in a second. He's struggling right now. Is that a match? Possibly. I think it's interesting, but like we said, it's a benefit more for Columbus. And I, I think it's just the in-division trades are so hard. Like, oh, they're tough, yeah. Especially on Philly. I can't see them wanting to give up Gosta Bear to a team in their own division. So it's interesting, but I don't think we're going to see that happen. I don't either. I don't either. But it was just something I'd throw out there. Um, let's go to the Islanders. Um, obviously, we spoke about them a little bit, you know, with Pajot and Anthony Sioux. And they got Andy Green from Jersey. Um but clearly, they need some forwards. I mean, there's no their scoring is a, is a disaster right now. I mean, I didn't love what they had to give up, giving up a sec. Even though it's next year for Andy when Green, the draft size good for Andy Green. I think it's a little too much, but they definitely needed a lefty D when Pellich went down, right? And Andy Green could bring some experience. But I think at the end of the day, this team needs to they need lose. Got to step to score goals. Lose got to step up. <laughs> he didn't do it last year, and now his team is faltering. Lou needs to go out there and add some help. Whether yeah, it's a get aggressive. Six winger, like, I mean, I don't think they're getting credit. I don't like either. Kovalchuk, Hoffman, I, or Kovalchuk, a yeah. high-end third-line center like Pajorantesi, as we talked about before. Yeah. But point being is that I think Andy Green's a nice depth piece. But yeah, and they needed it. Lou's got to add a big name. It's time to step up. Yeah, and like we said, you know, Andy Green was acquired <laughs> because they lost Adam Pellich 
and they needed a, a replacement. Dobson is not re- Noah Dobson is not ready yet for those primetime moments. Andy Green has been in the cup yeah. final, and he knows what it takes. And yeah. he's a Lou Lamarillo guy, and I think he'll really – I think he's going to help them. I do. And do I like what they gave up for him? Hell no. Yeah. But I – I like the I just like the fact that they got someone to replace somebody. Like that's good. And like I said, I think they're most likely of the three names we mentioned of Kreider, Kovalchuk, and Hoffman, Kovalchuk to me makes the most sense because of the connection with Lamarillo. And he's probably the cheapest of the three on the market. Yeah. I mean, just like I said, you know, again, we're Ranger fans. Yeah. Well, of I'll course. give credit where credit's due. Of course. Barry Trotz did an amazing job last year. I think we even had doubts again, like, can they do it again? Yeah, I did. And they have. I did. And I you did. know what, I... Lou? It's time to step up. Yeah, let them try to win. I, but I do think they'll either end up with one of, if not both, of Pajo or Kovalchuk. Yeah. And not like we said, they'll add a dub guy like Nate Thompson. Right. And I think, and just to quickly end on them, and then we'll go to Carolina, but ultimately I, I think playoff hockey's great at Nassau Coliseum. Like, like when they're in there, that building is amazing. I mean, just Ranger Islander games. It's oh, it's nuts. Like, that building is so tight. I mean, it's a great building. I, I mean, listen... We don't like the Islanders as Ranger fans, but I love watching playoff games there. Like it's it's a cool arena. I, I don't like their fans. They're annoying. They're cocky. You know, I think it's the same thing every year. It's like October, and they have a great start. We're going to the Cup, and then we're here. Yeah. So I think we need to humble out a little bit. But I give them credit. They rock the barn. Oh, that barn's great. And for the and it's sad. It's like I'm saying for the Islanders, I'm frustrated for them. Like yeah, make a move, Lou. Like you're. Yeah. Show the team you believe in them. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, let's go to Carolina. Let's move on and go to Carolina. Obviously, uh, needs right D goalie. Um, they got Joey Keane. I, I don't know how much he's going to help them right now. I, I mean, probably not much. He'll probably be in, in Charlotte most of the year. Um, there's interest in Votnin. Um, there's interest in Jeff Petrie, as we mentioned. Petrie's unlikely to be moved. And then goaltending. Robin Leonard is a name that's being thrown around. Georgiev has been thrown around. Um, there's also a chance they, they might move a couple of guys on their own roster. Guys like Jake Gardner, who's been terrible, and Eric Hollow, who's kind of had a rough year with everything going on personally with him. Yeah, those two haven't worked out. But what they do have is they have multiple first-round picks. And I know they've been open to moving their own. So, you know, it might be tough to get Petrie. That's going to take a lot. But, I mean, I can definitely see the match there, you know. Yeah, oh, sure. With the first-round pick. Right. And then, obviously, you know, you can always improve goaltending. I know they've looked at Leonard, but as I mentioned, if you don't get him, Georgiev's not a bad plan B either. So I agree. Um, so let's go to Philly. I quickly touched on them with Goss Despair. Obviously, it's a change of scenery guy who's really struggled. A lot of offensive talent. Just defensively, just is not, is not good in his own end. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if something happens with Ghost. But otherwise... I don't think we're expecting anything big, like a no, Jeff no, no get, reunion. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I just, I don't think he's going to come all the way back across country. I just, I feel like they're just going to get, like, a depth guy. Yeah, and I'll tell you, as much as it would kill me, you know, don't be surprised they get Jesper Foss. If there's any coach in this league it's that Alain appreciates it's Alain Alain does, Vigno. it's A.V. So, yeah. would not surprise me in the least if Jesper ended up no. in Philly, but that no. would, as much as it would kill me. No, I, I agree with you. Let's go to Washington. Um... Obviously won a cup a couple years ago. Um, got Brendan Dillon from San Jose. You know, good depth piece. They needed it. They were playing some left-handed defenseman I've never heard of on the third pair most of the year. Um, they're also looking at a couple of depth forwards. Trevor Lewis, who played in L.A. for a few years. Fost has been connected to them. I don't think he ends up there. I think most people would agree with that. Um, but they're also trying to move Nick Jensen, which is really interesting. because Their defense is already good. I don't know why they'd want to move him. 
I just I don't get that. Well, sorry, Dylan, I like the pickup. You know, that's a great left side with him and Orlov and Kempney. And yeah. Kempney. Yeah, it's a you know, defense. Yeah, it's solid. Well. Solid. Yeah, moving Jensen's interesting, but I guess it hasn't worked out there. And yeah, I don't see it being fast. I honestly fully expect him to get Trevor Lewis. He seems like such a Washington player. I, thought, thought, I, thought, <laughs> I thought he played in Washington. Yeah. When I was I mean, looking through this, I'm like, wait a second, did he play in Washington? No. That okay. just goes to jump. And then obviously we mentioned they've looked in on Kreider, but unless they're willing to give up their top prospect, but they're not Michael, gonna... I don't think they have the assets to compete with these other teams. Either. Right. Um, let's go to Pittsburgh. Obviously, a lot of injuries this year, and they've overcome all of them like, tremendously. Mike Sullivan deserves a lot of credit for what he's done. Um, they made a an in season. They made a couple of trades already. They got Eric Goodbranson earlier this year. I'm sorry, they moved Eric Goodbranson to Anaheim. I, I don't really know what that was for. It was whatever, I guess. And it was just to get a bad defenseman off your team and clear some cap space. I uh, Anaheim did him a favor there, right? And then obviously Jake Gensel, you know, got injured. It's a big loss, and and then they ended up getting Jason Zucker from Minnesota. I thought that was a really nice move. That's yeah, a nice pickup. I mean, he is term, and I think he'll be great whether it's with Sid or Malkin. Yeah, so I I like that move. That's somebody that can help them now and moving forward. So. Right, and obviously I think we can agree they need another D-man. I mean, their defense is a little bit thin right now, and they have been connected to Gustafson in Chicago. You know, maybe that's a guy that they target. I could see him in Pittsburgh. I mean, you can never have enough defensemen. It seems like Penguins always have injuries, so. That's really the biggest question for them yeah. is health. Doesn't hurt to add some depth, and like you said, another coach of the year candidate. Isn't that funny? Both of them were on the bench Rangers. together. They couldn't do anything. And now they're coach of the year candidates elsewhere. So. That's incredible. Um, Tampa. Um, they needed to replace JT Miller after they moved into Vancouver. They did. They got Blake Coleman. Um, I'm interested to see if that trade works out because they gave up quite a bit for him. Um, I don't know if I would have given up all that for him, but you know, I get it. I mean, he's a gritty guy. He's gritty. Yeah, when I first heard they got him, it was interesting. And when I saw what they gave up, I was like, wait. But then you have to remember, he has another year in his deal. So yep. it's more of a rental that helps him. And he also only makes $1.8 million yeah, that's a, a nice deal. That's a nice, friendly cap hit. Those kind of things help you in the long run. But, yeah, I think that's the big question. Is Blake Coleman good enough to replace Miller? And can this team finally just stop choking in the playoffs and yeah, get seriously. it done? That's the question. And let's go to Boston. Obviously, best team in the league. Um, top six winger is fairly obvious at this point. We know they're looking at Kreider. They've looked at Palmieri from New Jersey. Um, I think it's ultimately going to be one of those two. I don't think it's going to be anyone else. I, I, I said I would have said Toffoli, but he was moved. Um, we'll get to Anaheim in a minute. I, I think Andre Kosh is a possibility there as well. Yeah, Toffoli was the guy I thought would end up there because I thought it'd be a great fit. Like I said, right winger to play with Krejci and DeBrus. That's what they need. Yeah, obviously it seems like the guy they're looking for is the hometown boy. Right. Chris Kreider. And all this says it's going to take a lot, so I hope they're ready to step up that offer. Yeah, they got, they're going to have to pony up, as they say in sports. you got to oh, pony up. you got to give to get. Oh, yeah. So let's go to the West. Um, we'll start with L.A. Obviously, rebuild, won a couple of cups, time to uh, tear it. So they, they traded Jack Campbell, as we mentioned, to Toronto, along with Kyle Clifford. They ended up getting Trevor Moore, who I actually liked. Nice little bottom six player. Um, and they got a couple of draft picks. Um, they also moved Tyler Toffoli, as we just mentioned, uh, to Vancouver for a second-round draft pick. Tim Schaller, who's a you know just a bottom six throw-in. Tyler Madden, who's not a bad prospect. He's not great, but he's not terrible either. And they got some draft picks. And then they also, uh, just today, they moved Alec Martinez to Vegas for a, a second-round pick this year and next year. And obviously, 
there's more guys that have to go for them. Yeah, Kings are another team doing a nice job. I, I like Trevor Moore also, good bottom six young guy. Got a couple picks there. Tyler Madden, you know, he's not a great, he's like in their top five, but, you know, he seems like he'll be a good middle six center moving forward. Got another second round pick there. And then, yeah, they got two more seconds for Martinez. So, I mean, so far, so good. But obviously, they're not done yet. They've done their heavy lifting, but they have a few right. depth guys. Ben Hodden, Trevor Lewis, Forbort. There's a chance you'll see those guys move as well. Probably for mid-round picks, but... Yeah, they won't nearly be as much as the others. Um, let's go to Anaheim. As I mentioned before, Andre Kasha is available. Um, you know, he's been hurt a lot. Um, it's a guy who I think can get 20 to 25 goals. He's just been banged up. I, I mean, it's unfortunate. Um, another guy that's been mentioned is Derek Grant. He's kind of more like a fourth-line, you know, wing-center type player. And he's and he's a bit younger, so he might be able to help some teams because he is younger than most of those guys in, in that particular market. And then also Delzato, you know, former Ranger, didn't work out with us, but it hasn't really worked out since then either. Um, and then the big name really is Josh Manson. I, don't, I personally don't think they're going to move him. But we'll see if Anaheim decides, hey, you know, maybe we want to change it up a little bit. Um, I'll talk about the guys that are likely to get moved. The most likely is Derek Grant. Really strong fourth-line center. So if you want, yeah. if you just want a strong depth guy, that's your guy. Worse. Yeah, that's and your then guy. Delzato, I personally would rather take Hainsey. But again, if you need a depth demon, yeah, could he... do worse than Delzato. I mean Delzato. Yeah, it's okay. And it's then, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then Kasha and Manson, yeah, those are guys that are going to take a lot to – Get out of there, especially Manson. I know Toronto would do anything oh, to get yeah. him out of there. But. I think a lot of teams would do a lot to get out of him. I actually read a rumor today that Ricard Raquel has been asked for on the market. Now, I don't think they're going to move him. It's going to take a lot to get him out of there. But, boy, if someone could get him out of Anaheim, that is a nice move. That was a great player, but, you know, I mean, like you said, that's somebody that's going to take uh, it's a, lot. a whole a hole. To get out like a Kreider-type hole, basically. Probably more. Probably more because <laughs> he's under contract. Yeah, <laughs> more. Um, <laughs> let's go to the other California team, uh, San Jose. Um, obviously, again, they were in a cup a few years ago. Now they're in a rebuild. It's time to tear it down, even though they kind of screwed themselves signing Carlson and Burns and everybody. But um, as we mentioned, Brendan Dillon was traded to Washington. For them, they got a second and a third. I actually like that for San Jose. Um, Brendan Dillon was not really that great in playoff games when I watched him. So I actually really like it for them. Really the big question is, what do they do with the two guys who have been there basically their whole career in Marlowe and Thornton? And then what do they do with Kevin LeBanc? Well, just a quick Dillon story. I think it was actually the night before they asked him about it, and he got emotional. Yeah, he and got I sad. Think it's, yeah. you know, important. You know, we really just see them as players. And you trade. But, you know, these they're, guys. These are they, people. They, they're people. They play places. It's, they and, have and families. You, you and like it's they, hard. You think they'd be happy to go. But, you know, you know, when you're somewhere for a long time, it's tough. So, I think it helped you remember that element in all this. Sure. Know? Sure. But, That's uh, a good point. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if Marlo or Thornton uh, go elsewhere. And I think the interesting thing would be is what if Joe Thornton goes full circle, goes back to Boston, <sighs> wins the Stanley oh, Cup. Boy. I know you would love that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't really know. Um, I mean, again, it, Joe Thornton's a guy who I'd like to see win a cup. He's had a Hall of Fame career. He's missing a cup. Similar to Lundquist, right? Hall of Fame career, missing one thing, Stanley Cup. And for me, the one team I've seen connected to him is Tampa for Joe Thornton. That's the one team I've seen that he might be willing to move a no trade. Well, they could use a third-line center for sure. Um, him behind point and Stamkos would be nice. Oh, for sure. Um, let's go to Chicago. 
We watched them last night. They played the Rangers. Uh, they were awful. I, I can't even. I've never seen them play that bad ever. Um, it was bad. But guys on the market for them: Gustafson, as we mentioned, defenseman, um, clearly available. He's an unrestricted free agent. And he's actually had a nice year for them. He was in Philadelphia. It didn't work out there. Went to Chicago. Clearly worked out. Um, Brandon Saad, who's won a cup. You know, is that a, is that kind of like the guy? Maybe if you don't get Kreider, is he kind of like the second guy, third guy on the market? And then obviously the goaltending, Leonard and Corey Crawford, obviously are both out there. Um, yeah, I mean, Gustafson has resurrected his career with Chicago. He'll get him a nice return. I'm expecting like a second, second round, round pick. pick yeah, least. no, that's about right. And Saad, you know, I know he's had his ups and downs, but, you know, if you don't want to pay as much for a guy and you want to have him for an extra year, you know, Saad could be yeah, an that's, interesting. That's dicey, though, an extra year of him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, and now it's clearly selling guys a year before they're yeah, sure clearly get the you way to go. I mean, so I mean, if I were them, I'd. I mean, hey, if Blake Coleman can get you a first time, I would think Sod would too. But yeah, so definitely something worth exploring. Right, and then obviously the goaltending. Obviously, as I mentioned, Leonard's Leonard's out there. We'll see if he gets moved. I think he. I think ultimately Chicago would like to keep him, um, but we'll see how it plays out with him. Yeah, I mean, I think they should keep him, but obviously if. Colorado, who's ducks for goaltending, or Carolina gives you something you can't refuse, something to consider. And, yeah, Crawford, I expect just to finish his career out there. Right. Um, Minnesota fired Bruce Boudreaux a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, then they moved Jason Zucker to Pittsburgh. That's really Bill Guerin's really first big move for him was moving Zucker to Pittsburgh. On their end of the deal, they got Alex Galchenyuk, who's definitely interesting. Um, and then they got a defensive prospect and a first-round draft pick, and Obviously, the big thing for them is how much are they willing to sell because there, there's a lot there I think they could sell, and there's also a lot there that maybe they want to keep. So they're an interesting team for so, sure. So far, so good for Garen. Obviously, played in Pittsburgh, so has a relationship there. You know, was able to get a pretty good return for Zucker, who had term. And, you know, Galchenyuk has changed the senior guy. Kale Addison was arguably Pittsburgh's top prospects. That's a really nice kid. And then, obviously, the first-round pick. You know, Vincent to see, do you really make a big move? Do you move one of those defensemen, Brodine or Dumba, and really right. get yourself a hole and get this rebuild going here yeah. in Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, they're an old team. I and mean, let's face it, they're old. Like, they got to tear it down, start over. I would try to move Eric Stahl as well if they can. You know, you're not going to move Parisi. You're not going to move Suter. You're not going to move Zuccarello. Like, these are guys who are under contract for long term, and they, they pretty much have no value right now. But Eric Stahl, you know... Could sniff around. It wouldn't shock me. And then the interesting one for me was Donato. He's a young player himself, but obviously that yeah, was the I old. Wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't move him though. That was the old regime that brought him in, and maybe Bell's not a fan. But we'll see. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's go to Nashville. Um. Interesting team. I think they're one of these teams that could either buy or sell. I think they're definitely in the middle. Um. The good news for them is they're only three points out of a playoff spot, and they have four games in hand on the team that's currently holding that playoff spot. And that's Arizona. So that's a that's good for them. So basically what that tells me is that maybe they should go out and buy because they have games in hand to play with. Obviously, they're looking at a depth forward. Faust has in, – there is interest there. Um, but really for me, it's it's right D. I, I mean, Ryan Ellis has been hurt. That was a big loss. That was in, I believe that was in the winter classic when he yeah. got injured. Um, yeah, that's a big loss. That's the definitely their – I mean, their second best defense behind Roman Yossi. Yeah, Nashville definitely defines middle of the pack. I mean, they've been looking at depth forwards. Obviously, Faust would be – I see him as a Nashville Predator kind of player, so I get Yeah, that. I would agree. And, I mean, yeah, that was just a terrible hit. You know, everyone's favorite player, Corey Perry. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Thing. One of the cleanest guys out there. But, yeah, I mean, obviously he was their top right-handed D. 
you move Subban, so that side's not as strong as it used to be. Right. So, yeah, if they really want to really push for the playoffs, they definitely got to get a right-handed defenseman in there. Right, and then obviously there's guys on their current team that are out there. Guys like Kyle Turris, who's really struggled. Granlund, who's really struggled. Grimaldi's interesting. I think maybe they're just trying to sell high on his value. And then and then Craig Smith, another guy who obviously middle six guy. Yeah, I mean Grimaldi kind of came onto the scene last year for them. He's young. I would try and keep him around. If yeah, I, I like him. Sure. That was interesting. Craig Smith, you know, he's yeah, okay. He's, he's... If he can get selling for him, I think he's worth moving anyway. Granlin's interesting. That was part of the trade to get Kevin Fiala. Right, for Minnesota. Fiala's been good there, but it hasn't really worked out for Granlin in Nashville. So it'll be interesting to see if they, you know, cut their losses there. Islanders, I think, have been linked to him. And, yeah, I don't think anyone's taking time. <laughs> um, Winnipeg, right? So obviously they got DeMello, as we mentioned, from Ottawa. Um, biggest question is, what the hell do they do with that big guy, Dustin Bufflin? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk now on the Jets side about this. I mean, DeMello's nice. Is he really moving the needle from what they have? Is he better than what they have? Probably. Is he really moving the needle? No. I don't think it was worth it to give him a third-round pick. But, yeah, obviously Bufflin's interesting. I think it's pretty clear he's not going to go he there next Yeah, he year. won't be there. Are they going to be able to move him in a trade? Or are they just going to cut? Yeah, Bufflin's definitely a really interesting situation to monitor. And then also for me, you know, they lost Kevin Hayes to free agency. Yep. Brian Little's hurt now. Mark Sharfley's great, but I think they need a little more center depth that they want to compete. So it's fair. That could, that could be a team that maybe goes all in for Pajot again for yeah. another center. Sure. Um, Arizona. Um, got Taylor Hall. Um, again, if it were me, I know where they're sitting. They're the second wild card team. I'm selling Taylor Hall. Selling him because, again, he's good player. Get a lot of value for him. Um, I don't think he's re-signing in Arizona personally. That's my opinion. I think he'll end up going to a more competitive team. Nothing against Arizona, okay? Nothing against them personally. But I just I feel like he's not going to re-sign there. That's my opinion on it. I mean, you're the hockey and, and, guy. What do you think? And maybe I'm partial. Listen, I'm not a Coyotes fan, but I am an Arizona fan. I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. I'm an Arizona Coyotes yeah, oh, fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we suffer. And you know what? Taylor Hall, he's a great player. They're in this race. Yep. When you get in the playoffs, you never know. I want to see those fans enjoy some playoff hockey. Oh, yeah. You know, take your chance here. You can just, you know, I, you gave up all this to get him. And, you know, I know they're not yeah. exactly in a tight spot, yeah, yeah. but... You know, go for it and, you know, give these fans okay. something to root for. Them. All right. Um, let's go to Calgary. Obviously, second line right wing, something they've been looking for. Um, been in on every guy, basically, from Toffoli to Kreider to Palmieri. Um, defensive depth, you know, again, they have a lot of young players. Maybe they want a veteran guy. I don't really know. Um, some guys are their own. I know Sam Bennett's out there. He's really struggled. Travis Hamanick has also been thrown out there. I don't think he's going to get moved. But I think he is a name to watch for them. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the biggest thing they want to get is a uh, right-handed shot to play on that second line. Um, the guys they use are Bo Bennett, former, I think, fourth overall pick in his yep, draft. that's correct. Has yeah. it worked out? Maybe a change of scenery guy for another team. And then Brody and Hamnick's interesting. From what I hear, it sounds like they want to extend one of them and then possibly deal the other one maybe to find that wing player. Sam Bennett. He said Bo Bennett. Remember Bo Bennett? Oh, another guy made a glass. <laughs> yeah. Sam Bennett. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> got you. Vegas. Um, they got Chandler Stevenson from Vegas. I, I mean, from Washington. I actually like that move for them. A uh, little depth player got Alec Martinez. But it sounds like they want another defenseman. 
And shocker, they're going after another left-handed defenseman. Gustafson is a possibility. I really like that Stevenson video for Vegas. He's a nice bottom six forward for Boston. You only have to give up the fifth-round pick, and it's next year. So that was great. And then obviously they got Martinez. You know, they talked about getting defensemen to help on the right side. Martinez isn't a righty per se, but as we know, he's won two Stanley Cups. One against the Rangers. Experience helps. Had the moment goal and... Now at least I don't have to see him in a Kings jersey anymore. Maybe that makes it a little better. Yeah, it'll make Ranger fans' lives a little and bit easier. in terms of another defense, so they talked about Gustafson. They still have another second-round pick. So, I mean, if you can get him, that can improve their defense even more. And I'd feel better about them possibly being a dark horse sure. in the West. Um, Vancouver. They got Tyler Toffoli. Um, Brock Besser's out for a significant period of time. Something they had to do. Got Toffoli. They're interested in some depth players. Fost, uh, once again, has been connected to them. But another guy is also uh, Wayne Simmons. I give the Canucks credit. They knew Besser was hurt, and they didn't want to wait. So they got their guy, and Toffoli can fill in for him in the meantime. And then when he comes back, that's a nice one-two on the right side, Besser and Toffoli. I don't see him getting Fost because the price is a second-round pick. You just gave it up. Yeah, you just gave it up to Foley. But Simmons won't take that much. So, I mean, if you can get him for less and throw him on the third line, that that right side's looking pretty good for the Canucks. Oh, yeah. Let's go to Edmonton. So, we both agree they just need depth. I mean, this team is banged up. McDavid's hurt. Clefbaum's hurt. I mean, they just – they need depth on both sides, both offense and defense. One guy who's been connected is Tyler Ennis, you know, from Ottawa's had – only making $800,000. I think that's a pretty good – pretty good pickup if they can get it done. Um, The other name is Pugliarvi. I don't think he's going to get moved. I think this will happen in the summer because, obviously, I don't believe – correct me if I'm wrong. I don't believe he's allowed to play – Right, is correct. That correct? He, yeah. yeah, because he did not sign, I believe, by December 1st. He's not allowed the NHL this right. year, so he's so, been back in Finland having a great year. You know, very similar to the Leah situation. Pro, you know, obviously, he was right. you know, both top 10 picks. He was picked a little higher. Hasn't worked out. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you'll see him move to the deadline either. That's more likely a uh, offseason move. And, yeah, I think Tyler Ennis could be a good veteran depth player for right. the Oilers. So, really quick before we make predictions um, – Colorado, obviously, a lot of injuries there. Goaltending's a big thing. Um, top six forward, obviously necessary as well for them. Yeah, I mean, Mikko Ranton, one of the top players in the game. Nazem Kadri, the second-line center. Grubauer, the starting goalie. And Matt Calvert, good bounce six forward. All out. Yikes. But I guess better now at the deadline where you can just buy guys. But, you know, Sackett came out today, and he said really all they're focused on is goaltending, and obviously, I think Leonard's the guy, good backups, Georgiev, but I don't buy it. You have all these guys hurt. You don't want to fall in this race. You don't want to get stuck possibly playing the Blues earlier than you should. So, I mean, they should be aggressive. Obviously, they're looking at Kreider. Sounds like Tatar is a backup option if you don't get him. Right. And, uh, you know, if you want a center, I think Pajo can be an interesting fit too. Right. Uh, real quick, Dallas. Obviously, I, I don't expect them to do anything. I don't think you do either. No, it sounds like they're st- – I mean, maybe a right-handed D if they want. But, honestly, their team is strong. They're, you know, they had a tough start. But, you know, it sounds like they're firing all cylinders. They're ready to be a dark horse behind Colorado and St. Louis. So, yeah, it's a team I can definitely see just not doing anything. We'll go with the team we have. Um, St. Louis, last team, obviously, Jay Bomeister had a cardiac episode on the bench. Wish him the best. Obviously, it's very tough. Um, they got Scandella to replace him. Nice replacement. Um, and, obviously, Tarasenko's out. May possibly Kreider. Uh, touch on Jay Bo quick. Obviously, scary situation. 
thankful. He's okay. Credit the first responders for acting yeah, they so did quickly, yeah. getting him all right. Obviously, they got Scandella to replace him, second-round pick. And I know the thought is they got the defenseman, so maybe not as much as Kreider, but they're still my dark horse. Listen, you know, Kreider could be a great fit there, and uh, if you put him on that team, definitely a favorite of me. So let's do some predictions um, really quick. We're going to start with uh, J.G. Pajot. Where do you think J.G. Pajot is going to end up? Um, for me, while I think the Islanders will be a very strong contender for him, I will say that I prefer them to get a scoring winger. It's fair. So I'm going to say he goes to the Calgary Flames. I know they want a right-handed shot forward to play wing. Doesn't necessarily have to be a winger. I don't think they'll pay the crazy price it is. To get Paul Mary. Sounds like right. Simmons doesn't want to go there. You know, Pajot's already in a Canadian market, so I don't think that'd be an issue. So I, you know, I could see him. I think, so I think he'll end up in Canada. I'll take the easy way out. I'll take the Islanders. <laughs> um, obviously, they've been the most connected to him. He's probably going to get Ottawa first round pick, which will be a nice get for Ottawa. I mean, they, they need it in a rebuild. So I'm going to take the Islanders. I happen to think he'll go there also. Well, I don't think that should be their answer, but I would say if there's another team, watch out for Calgary. Obviously, they'll get a first round pick in the yeah, oh yeah. for Passion. Um, Votnin. I think, like I said, Carolina, they have two first round picks. I know Jersey would love to get another first round oh, pick yeah. in a strong draft to continue oh. to build. So I think that's a logical partnership there. Um, I'm going to take a dark horse team. I'm going to go with Dallas. Wow. I, I know we kind of said Dallas wasn't going to do anything, but if Dallas needs anything, it's a right-handed defenseman. All they have is John Klingberg. After him is Fadoon, Johns, and then they have Alexiak and Sakara. I'm not sold on that group. I feel like Vatnin's a, a, a sleeper team is Dallas. Listen, if... Uh... If you put them on a team like that, it only helps them push closer to the likes of St. Louis and Colorado. So that would definitely be a fun trade to see happen. Um, last one, Kreider. Obviously, we're both Ranger fans here, so you got to pick the number one guy on the board. Um, where do you think he's going? You know, last year, I thought, in my gut, from and you know, I thought Kevin Hayes would always go to Winnipeg. Yep, that's correct. And I figured it would be... What it was, a first-round right, pick, not a high pro. I was thinking a guy like Lemieux because, you know, he brings that different grit. But, you know, I didn't say that. I mm-hmm. went away from my gut, and I said Columbus. And when the, and now, the trade happened, I was like, now you're gonna go oh, with your gut. Well, no, I'm sticking to my gut. I've said it from the beginning. I believe Chris Carter will go to Colorado. You'll get a first-round pick. You know, Martin Kaut is a, probably their best prospect. They're not untouchable. He'll come back. I believe you'll get Matt Nieto, who's a nice... He'll be a nice bomb six, pound and killing forward to replace Yespi. And maybe they'll throw in like a mid-round conditional pick if he stays. That's my prediction. Again, I'm going to take the easy way out again. Um, I will take the Boston Bruins. He's from there. I think they want him. My only concern with him going to Boston is he's a left wing playing on the right side. I'm a little concerned about that for them. But he can sit in front of that net all day long on a power play with Marchand, Pasternak, Bergeron, and friends. So I, I think Boston makes a ton of sense for him. I don't necessarily like the fit. I think Colorado's a better fit. But I still think Boston's going to go really aggressive. And they're probably going to get a guy like an Andrews Bjork, a Danton Heinen, you know, somebody like that. You know, maybe they get another prospect or something and then a, and then a draft pick. They'll get a first-round pick for him. I don't think that's... Debatable yeah. at this point. They'll get the first round pick. You'll probably get one of those two. My guess would be Bjork because he's a little more inexperienced yeah. and he plays the left. But for me, you know, Boston doesn't really have as strong of pieces to offer. 
And so, I mean, you know, it's going to hurt, but for me, they're going to have to give up that best prospect, Stud Nicka, who's a good right. middle right. six that's guy that's he, been he, talked he, about. He could be yeah. that ideal third liner eventually behind Phil and Zivi. So, yeah. you know, the, you know, you got to give the get. So these teams, you know, especially Colorado and Boston, you know, they're going to have to give up a little more than I think you wanted. But to me, and here's my bonus prediction. If Chris Kreider yeah. goes to Boston, yeah. they'll win the Stanley Cup. If if he goes to Colorado, they'll give St. Louis run for money. For me, Chris Cryer, that blend of size and speed, right, coming and from power, a, coming from a Ranger and, fan. No, yeah, go ahead. No, no, and <laughs> and around the league, they and he's the best net front presence in the league. The amount of amount of screens, the amount of tip ins. Disagreeing with that. He is not only is he a true playoff kind of player, but he gets it done in the playoffs. You should give up to get this guy. He will help you go on a run. So that's going to wrap it up. Um, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Of course. It. We'll see how the next couple days materialize, and hopefully the Rangers do well with their remaining for trades. Us, for you and I, for the Rangers, I just hope the they, one, they make the right moves. The one thing I don't like about this deadline the Rangers did is they put the mother's trip on, on the, the week before. Yeah. What are you doing? Hi, moms. Thank you for coming. Now we're going to sit your kid and ship them out. Thanks for like. That yeah, was, that, was, that was bad scheduling. I don't know who did that. Yeah, but. I don't know. Of all the weeks you could have picked, you picked that one. That oh, we got to keep Ryan Strom. Mama Strom is 2-0 and oh and reading the lineup. Oh, she Just was. Saying. Yeah, that was great. Definitely <laughs> hope we keep Stromer and his mom around. But, um, <laughs> again, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Always um, a pleasure. Love talking hockey with you. So, um, so that's going to wrap up this edition. Next episode will come on next week. I'll obviously recap everything that goes on in the NHL trade deadline and who knows? Maybe we'll get some more news on the Houston Astros. God, who knows? And that's another disaster for another time. But. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I make a funny joke. I don't know if anyone sees on Twitter, uh, you know, obviously PJ Tucker's former son, he's their starting center now, and you see him on the uh, the stilts. And I always say, oh, look, another Houston team trying yeah. to cheat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, but again, thanks for coming on. It was um, a pleasure. Thanks for having me. You know, and... Uh, We'll see you next time. I'm Andrew Schaefer, and this is Straight Up Sports.